millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. You are listening to The Coming Out Tapes, an audio archive of LGBTQ stories. I am your curator, Karis Bradley. Okay, um, so for this episode, uh, we are going to be speaking to Ruby Clyde. So who are you and how do you identify as a member of the LGBTQ community? Uh, my name is Ruby. Um, and I am in a comedy double act called Shell, and I identify as queer. And what is your definition of the word queer? I think for me, because um, when I was younger, I sort of told my parents and like some people that I was bisexual, not in like a sort of coming out kind of way, but I had like casually mentioned it. Um, and when I actually started dating uh, people that weren't men, I was sort of like, oh, like there's, there's no sense of 50-50 here. <laughs> like I have an extremely strong preference for not men. Um, but like I also didn't want to discredit the relationships I'd had. So I guess I like the sense of openness that queer has about it in terms of sexuality and everything, really. When did you first realize um, that you were queer and start using that word to describe yourself? That was probably quite recently, um, so I guess it would have been uh, like two years ago, maybe, um, when I actually sort of had my first relationship with um, a girl, and uh, yeah, for a long time I didn't know what to say. <laughs> there wasn't really anything that I was like comfortable saying, so I just avoided it for quite a long time. But yeah, after after reading some books. I guess I was like yeah that one works as good as any so did you have your first same-sex relationship before you started using the word queer to describe yourself yeah definitely um like I'd yeah I had no idea what to say <laughs> for a long time um if anyone asked I would just say I was dating a girl um I'd been like aware of same-sex like attraction for a very long time but it you know, I just hadn't dated anyone. Um, and yeah, I actually felt more comfortable saying like, oh, I'm bisexual, like before I'd actually dated people from other genders than men. And like, then when I actually started doing it, I was like, oh no, I have no idea <laughs> what's going on. Why do you think you felt more comfortable with the word bisexual? 
I think because um, I had a lot of friends that used it. So, uh, and it was also like the only word that I knew. Um, like I didn't know queer for so long. Like, I mean, obviously one of my best friends is Rachel, the other half of Double Act Shelf. Um, but like we hadn't had that many sort of identity politics type conversations when we were younger. Um, as far as I knew, queer was like, because I mean, I was still getting the majority of my information from my parents who still struggle with the word queer because they think it's a slur. Um, and so, yeah, I just wasn't aware that that was a term that people used. And like when I was at university, I had friends who identified as like lesbians and um, gay, but yeah, I, I still, I don't really, maybe I was just not listening, but I don't remember anyone saying queer. Have you experimented with words like gay or lesbian? Do you think that they don't fit you purely because you have had relationships with people of different genders in the past? Um, yeah, I think that, so I definitely use gay sometimes, uh, partly because it's a useful shorthand. People know what you mean. Um, and queer can be a bit um, contested, I guess, uh, especially if you're talking to older people. So um, I've, I use gay kind of as a similar umbrella term sometimes. Uh, lesbian, I mean, I wouldn't be able to say with certainty like what the gender of someone I'm going to be with in the future is going to be. So I think I just don't like to make bets, basically. <laughs> so when do you think that you first came out using whichever of the, the words? Well, I think it was something that was um, quite strongly suspected of me from when I was very young. Um, I was a very, I didn't want to be a girl when I was a kid. And so I like wanted to dress like a guy and um, hated like being called a girl. I didn't have like a, a guy's name I used or anything, but like I was very set on looking like a boy. Um, and my extended Catholic family were like, oh, she's gay, <laughs> pretty immediately. Um, and then that went on for a while, and then I sort of got older, and um, looking the way that I did just meant that I was ugly. And, like, my parents, I don't think, really helped, like, with that. You know, they were supportive to an extent, but they were also like, if you could just wear a dress, people wouldn't chase you out of playgrounds so much because they don't know what gender you are um so I think yeah I was like kind of suspected to be out well to be gay before I hadn't even thought about it and then when I was about 10 I remember um bursting into tears after watching the Fantastic Four because I thought Jessica Alba was really pretty and I was like I remember like crying to my mom and being like, I don't want to be gay. Like, does that mean that I'm gay? And she was like, I'd love you anyway. And I was like, I don't want to be gay though. Is that what that means? And she was like, I mean, sleep on it. Like, it's probably fine. <laughs> um, but I think, yeah, sort of from then on, I think it was always kind of a background suggestion with my parents. So they shouldn't have been too surprised when it was confirmed. Um, because I don't think they really took it on board until I actually dated a girl. And then they were a bit 
like I don't think they really knew how to deal with it but they had definitely seen it coming my parents actually came out on my behalf uh when I was in secondary school (laughs) and then I was like no I'm not gay and then like five years later it came out and they were like what so (laughs) I think that is I think parents like tell themselves that you're gay like explicitly to have you deny it and then they feel better about it (laughs) do you think that since coming out you have felt more comfortable with expressing yourself as a woman as opposed to trying to dress and act and look like a boy like do you think that accepting your sexuality has had something to do with that unless you do not feel comfortable (laughs) um in which case that's a whole other set of questions no that's that's like it's really interesting question um i don't know because so when i up until I started going out with girls and that was about 20, I guess. Um, I felt like I had to look a certain way and like I used to set myself a quota of a number of days where I had to wear a skirt or a dress and be like, I'll do this. (laughs) And I hated it (laughs) and I I also couldn't stick to it. And it's it's not that hard. It's your own clothes and your own quota. But I just couldn't do it. Um, And then when I came out, I sort of felt like I was allowed to have that and like to not want to wear stuff like that and yeah I think pretty much since I kissed a girl properly for the first time I haven't worn a skirt and I was like but that's okay and like I have a reason now whereas before I felt like I hadn't had a strong enough reason to reject that kind of thing um I guess like coming out as well not not even coming out but starting to use the term queer um has sort of made me think about gender more. It's definitely something I just, as a blanket rule, have tried not to think about. Um, so yeah, I guess I, I don't fully know where I'm at with that, <laughs> but um, I think I've definitely found a way of looking and expressing myself that is much more comfortable to me as a result of acknowledging that I wasn't straight. Um, and now in your life are you out everywhere or are there still parts of your life where you're not out i'm out to all of my friends um and yeah like always out at work um i'm not out to all of my family some of whom i'm fairly close to but um so like it's a big catholic family a lot of them are like in america so they're quite far away um so some of them my mom has come out to them on my behalf (laughs) and uh, just like mentioned that I have a girlfriend and that kind of thing um but others she hey I'm Ryan Reynolds at Mint Mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little so naturally when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. 
Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Made the choice not to tell. Um, and I guess in a way, they're kind of closer to her than to me. So I think it does almost feel more like her choice to me, whether they know or not. Um, because I think definitely they... I don't know if there'd be a sort of like furious rejection of me, but I think they'd be like you're going to hell <laughs> and that is I don't think something she can deal with um so have you had very much control over coming out to your family do you think no <laughs> not at all um I guess I don't really mind like they're so far away um my grandma is like one of the only family members that I'm really really close with um I email her every week um, she doesn't reply because she has really bad arthritis, but but it's nice that I think she receives them. Um, and she was the only person I was like, oh, I want her to know what's happening in my life. Like everyone else is kind of like up to you, mom. Um, but yeah, my grandma, I wanted my mom to tell. Uh, she mentioned it on the phone. And then after that, I just started mentioning my girlfriend in the weekly emails. Um, and she's met my girlfriend now. Um, she's a shockingly accepting person for someone who was born in the 30s <laughs> like she's she's really incredible but yeah I think she's the only person that I actually took control of coming out to otherwise I'm not sure that I really cared that much um though it is a shame that some of my older relatives sort of have well never knew um and that that was a conscious choice that my mom made is it difficult when you have like people in the same family that you're out to and, and not out to like both to in terms of how you interact with them and then also keeping track of all of the people? I think um, there's a bit of a like firewall between the older and younger generations of that family anyway. And like, I think there are very few family members who would not know who to say things in front of because um, like I have other gay family members um who are much more in the closet than I am and I think there's quite a lot of understanding in our family as a whole of like who knows what <laughs> and who would know what okay uh you've had to come out to a lot of people and not come out to a lot of people um do you have any like, if you had to pick your best or your worst coming out story, do you think that there's one that would spring to mind? I'd say that it's, like, um, definitely my grandma. Um, though I guess I never really had that sort of, like, sit down, I must tell you something. Um, 
like my mom just casually dropped it into a conversation um and I think was gonna let it slip and then my grandma sort of interrupted and was like you tell her that I think that's great and that I love her and I was like yeah just like really nice from her like that she'd actually sort of thought about like how that would feel from my perspective that like you know an older person finding out about it could actually be a bit scary um and that's something that a lot of people don't acknowledge I think um that like having someone find out that you're gay is a bit of a gamble at any time um and yeah so that was like absolutely delightful and lovely um I mean I guess because I tend to be assumed by um society at large to be a sort of straight girl uh coming out for me mostly is just correcting an assumption <laughs> um and uh I think the most negative things I mean you get the classic stuff of people being sort of oh oh I, I never I never would have guessed and it's like, thanks <laughs> um which I I really hate um and uh but yeah I guess the most negative things and probably the hardest thing for me to get used to has been um being outed just by having a partner and how people can react to that um I think we both read as like she definitely reads as femme I read as femme enough for men to still see me um and so that can be like quite horrible like we get harassed so often <laughs> like and I think that's definitely I don't know if that's coming out in the traditional sense but like I think more than like having mentioned my girlfriend to any of my family members just holding hands with her on the street feels like more of a statement than that so you mentioned sort of when you came out to your mum with the Jessica Alba incident um did you then have to like did you have the traditional sit down with your parents and come out to them using like actually verbalizing your sexuality or was it more like by talking about your experiences or introducing them to partners they um yeah I think they they didn't sort of encourage like a conversation about it and I probably hadn't thought about it quite enough to have one when I was sort of that age which I guess was like 10 um and yeah it just it didn't really come up (laughs) like I think at uh when I was in my late teens, maybe, I remember one of them saying something. I'm sure it wasn't offensive, but I remember them saying some, one of my parents saying something about gay people that made me go, you know, I'm not straight. <laughs> and um, I love them dearly and they're very nice people. But so I, it was probably only a microaggression. But um, and so then they were like, oh, yeah, no, we, we know that. That's fine. Um, and yeah I think it definitely we didn't actually talk about it until I came out and um like properly officially and I guess I did that by calling my mom and having a chat and then saying like oh you know that I'm that I'm dating a girl now and then she didn't talk to me for a month <laughs> which it turned out was because she didn't want to act like it was a big deal because if she did that, that would like suggest that she didn't think it was totally fine and totally normal. So she was like, the easiest thing to do <laughs> is to say nothing at all. Um, and like, you know, we're not 
like the most intense family like we don't talk that much but that was still quite like oh god <laughs> like um and yeah it wasn't until actually my comedy partner Rachel WD's mother um <laughs> sort of sat my mom down and was like like yes being gay is normal but it isn't the norm and it's not like that easy like she's probably quite going through stuff that she hasn't before and like you're not talking to her and that's scary as well um so yeah after that we started having conversations about what it actually meant for me to be queer I guess um and the experiences that I was having and yeah we're like much more open about all of that kind of stuff now but definitely took a little while I guess because if you're straight you don't have to have those conversations no one has to say what it's like to be straight (laughs) so So based on sort of like describing coming out to your mum as kind of maybe a more continuous process and then all of the other different ways that you've done it how would you describe coming out like what does that mean to you um I think for me it probably means just like not feeling like anything's a secret um which I think it did before um it was probably more important for me to like be out to myself than it was to anyone else because plenty of people already thought I was gay but it was only when I was like oh yeah that um I could start looking a way I felt comfortable with which I like has made a huge difference to just how happy I am day to day uh no more skirt quota but um Yeah, I guess it just means not feeling like I'm actively hiding something because, yeah, like when you're younger and you don't feel like the way you're feeling is normal or all right, like that's, I think, what I hated most about it, you know, like, you know, crying over Jessica Alba, like no one should ever have to do that. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, just not having a dark secret, just finding out that it wasn't dark at all, I guess. Thank you so much for listening. Um, You've been listening to me, Karis Bradley. I'd like to say a couple of thank yous to the other people who've worked on this project. So Alex Lathbridge, who has helped with the hosting of the podcast and also the compiling of of the music that you've heard um, and to Scary Boots for creating our incredible artwork. Please subscribe review tell your friends spread the word um and if you want to get involved and be interviewed on the podcast then there's a link um on the website and in the bio of our our twitter so there's a little form that you can fill out i hope you have a lovely day want to get a chiseled look in the jawline sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from juvederm volux xc Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com.
juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.